we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our emergency freedom alerts for November 30th, 2020. And the uh, we're going to switch gears a little bit here. And actually, my daughter Taylor sent this to me. And I've been meaning to actually include this particular clip regarding the movie I Am Legend. And she kind of reminded me of this. And I'm, I'm going to talk about this some now. And this is entitled, Is This About to Be America? I Am, I am Legend Predictive Programming. Listener comment. She literally, and this is Taylor, she says, she literally says reprogram. The, the lady in the video that you will hear from the movie I Am Legend says the word reprogram. That's what they're doing with these vaccines. Not to mention Johnson & Johnson just had to stop their vaccine trials because of an unknown illness that they wouldn't disclose for supposed privacy reasons. And this is the excerpt from Johnson & Johnson she sent me. And it said, Johnson & Johnson paused its phase three vaccine trial last week after a volunteer experienced unexplained an unexplained illness after receiving the shot. The company didn't disclose what the illness was. Huh. Due to privacy agreements with the participant. Hmm. It's also unclear whether the sick participant was the actual... Yeah, I'm sure it was the actual vaccine group. Please. No, the placebo. Got it. No. We don't know. In other words, we don't know. Well, I'm going to play this clip here. And this is the very start of the movie of I Am Legend with Will Smith, okay, where, well, I'll, I'll explain. If you're not familiar with the plot, let me just, I should say it now, it's some dystopic future where they develop this cancer vaccine, okay, through genetically modified means, and they admit it in, in the, uh, the lady you'll hear admit, admit that. And they give it to all the population as 100% cure rate of cancer. The problem is, is it turns like 99.99% of everybody into a zombie. But at least they're cancer-free zombies. I mean, they got that going for them, which is nice. You know, so he's one of the few that doesn't get turned into a zombie. He's, he's a medical doctor. And um, this is the very beginning of the show where the medical doctor is explaining explaining how and this is obviously will smith this is the lady that developed this vaccine how it works and they've got a hundred percent success rate and then all that stuff so okay sorry i had didn't have my speaker hooked up there miracle cures from the polio vaccine to heart transplant but all past achievements may pale in comparison so polio vaccine was a total bunch of garbage i could do a probably three-part study debunking that one you know heart transplants that's like this okay anyway of dr alice crippen thank you so much for joining us this morning so dr crippen give it to me in a nutshell well the premise is quite simple um, take something designed by nature and reprogram it to make it work for the body rather than against it. You're talking about a virus? Indeed, yes, in this case, the measles um, virus, which has been engineered at a genetic level to be helpful rather than harmful. Um, and I, I find the best way to describe it. Engineered at a genetic level. Mm. 
what could possibly go wrong there again this is predictive programming this is a this show i mean i had this slide these slides exposing this in my 2006 avion flu presentation okay so this show's been around for a long time and this predictive program has as well bit is if you can if you can imagine your body as a highway and you picture the virus as a very fast car um, being driven by a very bad man imagine the damage that, that car could cause mm -hmm. then if you replace that man with a cop the picture changes and that's essentially what a zombie cop but a cop nonetheless how many people have you treated so far well we've had 10,009 um, clinical trials in humans so far and how many are cancer-free 10,009. So you have actually cured cancer? Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, we have. Mm. Then, it, then it's the movie starts, present day, and then it's this three years later, and um, you're seeing everything just in New York City. Nothing's moving. Everybody's dead. All the cars are like just stationary everything's starting to get overgrown the buildings are starting to decay because nobody everybody's dead either you're a zombie or you're like hid away like dr neville will smith in the movie in some kind of bunker type of thing and that's it nobody's left because everybody's dead and it was all from the stinking vaccine every bit of it Hollywood predictive programming at its finest. And we're right on the precipice right now of what we're seeing here potentially possibly happening in I Am Legend. I'm not going to say it's going to turn everybody into zombies, but they have said in their own literature, all the major candidates that I'm seeing are messenger RNA vaccines. There's never been one ever successfully brought to a successful uh, human trial ever it's the first time they're rushing them all beyond belief and according to their own literature messenger rna uh vaccines will rewrite your own dna and our own dna will be at the mercy of it and that's not even talking about six out of the eight leading candidates are cultured off aborted babies and only god knows what else they're putting in there and all the nanotech in there that will be all the nanorobots that will go in and actually reassemble themselves, I'm finding out now, that's what the nanotech's actually going to do. They're like little components of little machines that when they get into the body, they're going to start reassembling themselves as little machines and they'll have a designated function and they'll be roaming around and they'll be updated by your 5G and if you get out of line or whatever, that probably can be used to terminate you. And only do only knows what. What does that turn you into? That turns you into a part machine, part human. That's a cyborg that will have its DNA totally overwritten by these satanic devil vaccines. What, you know, what's not the like, you know? And uh, continuing with this line of thought here, uh, just to add to this, the new vaccine contains this messenger or mRNA ribonucleic a which is a base level of deoxyribonucleic acid, which is DNA, which is what makes us who we are. It's our genetic template, the DNA. It um, reprograms the human into whom it is, is, it is injected so that the human's DNA triggers a response 
supposedly to what would be COVID-19. That's the last reason they want it in our bodies. That's the excuse whereby which they're trying to get it into our bodies. But they could care less about COVID-19. All they want to do is make sure that you're not human anymore and that you're a cyborg. Because I don't know how you're going to get saved after that. If you're, you know, I'm not saying it unsaves you. You know, I'm not saying God's not bigger than this, but it's sure not something I'd tell you to mess around with. The trouble is scientists only know exact, don't know exactly what else the RNA might program once it is let loose inside a human. Well, I think they fully know at the highest levels. And I think that's why they're so anxious to get it into us. It might start reprogramming other aspects of the human DNA. It's, their, own, their own literature says it does that. Openly. And that our DNA will be at its mercy. It's a horrifying possibility once unleashed, these messenger RNA particles could, cern, could turn someone into a human, could turn someone from a human into not human. Yes, exactly. That's why I don't know if I have ever done teachings that are more important than these that I'm doing now. Because guys, we're right on the cusp of this. So, whatever way you can educate your loved ones, if they're not, if they're on board with this agenda, I would highly advise you to do that unless God's just said, don't bother with them. Don't cast your pearl before swine. You know, contend not with a fool, lest thou be like him. But there is a time that you contend with a fool, lest he be wise in his own conceit. There's a time when you don't contend with a fool and there's a time that you do. And that's between you and God to decide that. I can't tell you when that is. If you And typically what I say is, is, I'll engage somebody at the beginning, but if I just see that it doesn't matter what kind of facts you put before them, they're not gonna, then I don't bother. I go, I don't have time to. You mean the time you're gonna waste on that one person, you might waste 100 times the time that you could have been out there 100 times over helping other people that actually want the truth so that's you know you just kind of have to pray about that uh then it says worse there's no way to undo what this messenger rna does the only thing that could ever undo it is god there's no detox i can give you there's no vitamin i can give you the silver won't help this nothing you you reprogram someone's dna there is no vitamin I can give you that's going to unprogram that. Nothing. There's no detox for it. There's nothing. I can't give you a detox to get robots out of you either, nanorobots. This is, what I'm saying is all of this stuff that COVID the COVID-19 vaccine encompasses is way beyond my scope of being to help, able to help with clinical nutrition, which has been my specialty since 1993. Far beyond that. And they, they engineered it that way, so that would be the case. Satan did. The changes are permanent and cannot be undone. Now, I'm not saying God can't come along and undo the changes, but that's something I wouldn't, you know, mess around with all the same for obvious reasons, I think. Now, let's go further. Vaccine death wave. The UK government posts a bid for an AI system. Remember COVID-19? One nine being AI. 
They post a bid for an AI system to process the expected flood of COVID-19 vaccine injuries and side effects described as a direct threat to patient life. While the lying treasonous mainstream media is telling us that all COVID-19 vaccines are perfectly safe and 95% effective, and this lie is being repeated by the PJ Media, Breitbart, and other so-called conservative news pub publishers. Well, you, you can include all the Christian broadcasting that I've heard. All the mainstream ones. AFR, American Family Radio. I haven't heard any that's went against it. Sean Hannity. I'm a, almost all the, the lying devil politicians, in particular um, governors and stuff like that, in particular, even if they're Republican... Most of them. The UK government has posted a bid and an award contract notice seeking an artificial intelligence AI system that can process the expected flood of COVID-19 vaccine injuries, I would say deaths and side effects. They know they're going to get flooded. And they know that, the AI, that, that it's going to be so voluminous and so great, such a tidal wave, that they need something like AI to help process all the all of these injuries and deaths that are coming titled simply supplies 506291-2020 and found at this link on tenders electronic daily it's all supplied here i even give you i even copied and pasted the the uh, front page of it here in the pdf this contract award we originally posted on October 19, 2020, and is summed up as follows. The MHR urgently seeks an artificial intelligence software tool to process the expected high volume of COVID-19 vaccine adverse drug reactions, or ADRs, and ensure that no details from the ADR's reaction text are missed. The request for the AI system to process the COVID-19 vaccine reactions comes from the UK's Medicines and Healthcare Products Regulatory Agency, or also called MHRA. Further in the document, the MHRA describes an extreme urgency under Regulation 32-2-C related to the release of a COVID-19 vaccine and says that the expected flood of COVID-19 vaccine adverse reactions will overwhelm its current legacy systems. Saying that right up front. They know it's going to happen. And they love it. Does this sound like an agency expecting the COVID-19 vaccine to be safe and, ex and effective? <laughs> no, the exact opposite. What's clear from the description in the contract award document is that the MHRA is expecting the COVID-19 vaccines to cause a surge of adverse events and side effects. Number two, the MHRA is fully aware that these adverse events will harm and kill many patients. They specifically warn of a direct threat to patient life. Okay. Three, the MHRA's legacy system are unable to handle the expected volume of incoming reports of the COVID-19 vaccine injuries, meaning the expected volume of such reports will be very large and unprecedented. Four, the MHRA recognizes the extreme urgency of putting a new system in place to identify the adverse reactions of the COVID-19 vaccines. 
And five, the MHR, MHRA states that if a new AI system is not urgently installed, it will be unable to identify many of the adverse reactions stemming from the COVID-19 vaccine and that this failure will negatively impact public health, i.e. people will die from that alone. <laughs> so isn't that wonderful? What this shows is the brutal honesty of the MHRA behind the scenes in their contract bid processes for this AI system. Yet publicly, nearly all government regulatory agencies around the world, including those in the UK and the USA, share no such details with the public and falsely portray the COVID-19 vaccines as nearly 100% safe and effective. We know that even the UK's MHRA realizes the COVID-19 vaccines are going to be extremely dangerous to the public, generating a catastrophic wave of adverse reactions, deaths, and side effects. I mean, I could stop right there in today's study, and I, I, I hope you would be, that would be enough for you to never, ever even think about taking this vaccine, you know? Hopefully I've proven that in other studies too, but we're just getting cranked up though. Oh yeah, lots of fun stuff to cover. Uh, this one, insanity. Doctors now warning that the coming COVID vaccine will put you down because the side effects are going to be so bad, but they still insist you take it twice anyway. And that's just the beginning. This is what we've been warning you about and it's almost here. Um, are you ready for what's coming? This is from uh, nowtheendbegins.com. The COVID-19 vaccines slated for possible mass release next month come from a whole host of nasty and potentially and potentially come with a host of nasty and potentially deadly side effects. How bad is it? So bad that doctors representing the AMA or Medical Americans uh, Medical American Medical Association and vaccine makers are telling you right now these shots will put you down, quote for at least a day, maybe more. Uh, we had a cat that had to be put down previously. It didn't live through the process. And it's a real bad, they're using that exact verbiage. And when you put an animal down, meaning you, you, you know, you get them put to sleep. Well, that's, they're using the same terminology. They're using the same terminal terminology. I might add pun intended. Anyway, so I have never, now this is the guy from, um, now the end begins. I've never taken the flu shot and never will for any reasons under any circumstances. I agree. Neither have I. Why? Because my research tells me the flu shot is filled to the brim with a veritable witch's brew of chemicals and concoctions that would severely impact my short and long-term health. My children have never been vaccinated. Why? And neither of, well, mine, my one. Because my research told me 25 years ago that they would be healthier without those shots and they were raised on health food, vitamins, and vegetable juice. They are in excellent health today as adults. My research on the COVID-19, he calls it COVID-19-1884 because I think he's re referenced to the book George, George Orwell 1984. So he refers to it like that. My research on COVID-1984 coronavirus vaccine tells me that death is one of the likely side effects and even if i were to live through it i feel the damage to my immune system would never be undone that's correct and then it says listen to the words of dr sandra freihofer below she is telling you how bad it is going to be when you get the covid 1984 shot now we're going to get into that in a second but he got um some images of a volunteer in the pfizer biontech partnership of the covid 19 
vaccine trials. The Pfizer one, okay? Messenger RNA, cultured off an aborted baby with the nanotech in it, okay? And this woman who was in the vaccine trial, it's showing her feet. And if you don't have a strong stomach and you get grossed out real easy, I wouldn't advise looking at this image, okay? It looks horrific. I mean, it looks like she's going gangrene or in the early stages of being gangrene in her feet. She's got these grievous sores on, it looks like both of her heels that have formed um, since she got the Pfizer vaccine. Okay, on both heels. And then I don't know if this other picture is a picture of her toe. I don't know. It, it's bad. I mean, it is bad. But if you want to see the pictures, they're right here. It's going to probably be on a page 17 of the PDF for um, November 30th, 2020 at contendingfortruth.com. From CNBC, we read, Dr. Sandra Freihofer of the Medical American Medical Association noted that both Pfizer and the Moderna COVID-19 vaccines require two doses at varying intervals. But see, that's just the beginning. To keep your COVID pass up to date, you're going to have to get more ongoing. Okay. And <clears throat> as a practicing physician, she said she worries whether her patients will come back for a second dose because of the potentially unpleasant side effects they may experience after the first shot. We and she says, quote, we really need to make patients aware that this is not going to be a walk in the park. <laughs> yeah, that's an understatement. Fryhofer said during a virtual meeting with an advisory group on immunization practices, or ASIP, an outside group of medical experts that advise the CDC. She is also a liaison to the committee. And she said, quote, they're not, they are going to know they had a vaccine. They are probably not going to feel wonderful, but they've got to come back for that second dose, says Satan. I added the says Satan in part. But she's speaking for Satan. She's Satan's mouthpiece. She's Satan's little helper. Participants in the Moderna and Pfizer coronavirus vaccine trials told CNBC in September that they were experiencing high fever, body aches, bad headaches, day-long exhaustion, and other symptoms after receiving the shots. But again, what will it look like three years from now? Wasn't that the time frame given in I Am Legend? They hadn't given it to... They were in, the, in I Am Legend, they were in the same phase, actually... Hmm. I wonder how long it was in I Am Legend until after everybody got vaccinated. Let's just say for argument's sake. Was it a year after that? I don't know. I mean, they had just got done with their trial in I Am Legend, and she had 10,003 that were cancer-free. Well, I would venture to say that it probably took, you know, a good year to get them to everybody at least, and that would be very very bold wasn't like that's a pandemic it was just it was cancer cancer is just something that you know a lot of people get now granted they do everything they can do to give it to us but it wasn't like it was a pandemic 
we're 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 more highly motivated this time is the, is the point because of the of the scamdemic known as COVID-19 soon to be COVID-21 most likely. So, let's just say 3 year time frame, you know, everybody <laughs> but it was well before that everybody turned into zombies. Cuz by the 3 year time frame nobody was alive hardly. You were either a zombie, dead or one of the very very few that hadn't been affected by it. I don't know. I don't know, but not nothing that I'm going to mess around with. Now, let's go further. This is um, unsafe COVID-19 warning by Dr. Kerry Maj. Recent update. Now, I don't really care what Ricky Ritchie from Boston says. I haven't heard any. Uh, I've heard very little from her that I disagree with. He says she's some kind of honeypot or whatever. I'm telling you, the information you're going to hear here confirms everything that we've been talking about. Okay, maybe she is that. But it's not like Richie from Boston is any gold standard that I seek to emulate in any way, shape, or form as he throws F-bombs between things and sucks on his vaping gun like a madman and, you know, touts his whatever flat earth that all this other stuff that he's always trying to convince everybody of. So I'm going to go ahead and play this clip here. It's roughly 16 minutes, but she makes some really good points about this done research for decades and she has found some extremely disturbing things about the upcoming vaccine for COVID-19. Very excited to be here and I feel Now I looked her up previously. She's got a, a DO practice in the outskirts of Atlanta and I went up and even looked at the reviews from her patients and they were all glowing. So I'm just telling you from the little bit of research I've done on her, she seems pretty legit to me. Very urgent that we get this information out to everyone. Um, I started researching vaccines uh, probably in my early 20s, um, been very interested in them. But never before have I seen um, the technology being used on this proposed COVID-19 vaccine, never before. First of all, this vaccine will be using a modified RNA or modified DNA in the vaccine. So why is this important? It's important to know because it could potentially alter our DNA, our genome. And what's the big deal about DNA or RNA? Well, our genome. Well, the genome is what makes us human, what separates us from the rest of the animals and plants in the world. It's the blueprint for what creates us, what how we reproduce, how we function, how we repair, how we evolve. So one little change, one little protein inserted, one taken out, one changed, can actually create a congenital defect or a hereditary disorder. So a little change is grand. So something that can alter that could really be devastating on us humans, right? So they're proposing to use this technology and part of this is called transfection, okay? Transfection is the same technology being used to uh, make a genetically modified organism, such as a tomato or corn in the grocery store. Um, and we all know that Monsanto is uh, pretty well known for making genetically modified organisms. And they're not as healthy as the organic, the, the wild type that you see out in nature. So if this is the same technology being used on the plants, well, what would happen to us humans? Potentially, we would not be as healthy, okay? And I want to remind everyone that this is the first time um, that it would be used on humans large scale. 
we would be the experiment. We would be the lab rats. Um, we don't have long-term studies. So this is very, very important to know. Let me just go and show you or tell you about one of the front runners for this vaccine. Um, that is Moderna. Moderna um, has been given about $1 billion from the U.S. government for research and development. Um, it's backed by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Um, so they have a lot of money backing them. I want to let you know they're, they're kind of the new kids on the block. They really have not been around for that long. They have never <laughs> developed a human vaccine nor a human medicine ever. This is their first run at it. Um, also, just to know, for you to know that they have gone from fast track their vaccine light years. Okay, so they went from a lab, you know, experiment to phase two, which is using only 45 human subjects in 63 days, two months. That's crazy. <laughs> we should have years behind that. And, and I'm going to remind you that this is the first time they've ever um, developed a vaccine. Um, their early studies so far showed that in their, their phase two, which is using 45 human subjects, when they did introduce this vaccine into the human subjects, 100% of the high-dose vaccine group, 100% got systemic side effects. In the low-dose vaccine group, 80% got systemic side effects. So already we're seeing initially side effects. Now, now and, that's, and that's with the fox guarding the hen house. That's the fox giving us those statistics. It was so bad. Evidently, they had to admit to 100% in the high dose and 80% in the lower dose. But remember, consider the source. How much actually worse is it really in reality when you're getting your info from Satan? Term we don't know. So, on Moderna, one of the, the, um, the ways that they could apply this would be uh, a proposal would be going to use a bandage called a microneedle platform. So microneedle platform would be a bandage that you could get in the, the mail, like Amazon or UPS. It's a bandage you would apply on your hand here, um, and then you take the sticker off, and then voila, you have a vaccine. You do it yourself. So how are they doing this? The bandage has tiny little micro needles on it and it's designed after a snake fang or a <laughs> viper fang. So it's like a, a bite from a snake, nice. but many of them. And they say you really won't feel it, but it goes into your skin and the little tiny micro needles will be injected. They're actually showing, she's showing footage of somebody using one of these micros. Now, She's saying that that could be on the back of your hand. But remember, guys, even if it's on the back of your hand, does it fulfill all those other questions that we talked about in the flow chart for the mark of the beast? No, it doesn't. And it's a vaccine. It's not going to have a microchip component that's going to be connected to your bank account, at least not initially. And we're not even in the trip. I mean, I don't even want to get into that all again. But anyway. What's in a microneedle? It'll be either the DNA or the RNA vaccine. Number two, it'll be something called luciferase. Now this <laughs> is very important to know. They patented an enzyme called luciferase, okay? So this is called luciferase, they claim, because it gives a bioluminescence, a light, okay? And it's- uh, Lucifer is, I believe, translated in the Bible, the shining one. That's why they're it's, it's going to shine and shimmer like a Lucifer. 
not something you can see or feel, but if you have a special device like a smartphone app um, with a special application, you can scan over it and it will light up. It'll show a pattern, a digital code, a barcode, a tattoo. We're gonna be branded. Each person will have their own ID. You know, this reminds me of World War II. You know, it's something to think about being branded like a product in the store. So that will be in there and that will hold proof that you're being vaccinated. They wanna make sure that you're scanned and that you've gotten the vaccine. So we'll be branded. What could that be used for? Well, there's lots of technologies out there, but it's something that we need to be concerned about. So there's two things. We have a brand new experimental DNA or RNA vaccine that could potentially alter our genome. And number two, we're going to be tattooed or branded with an ID. And then number three, there'll be, this is all in a hydrogel. So hydrogel is a, is a technology that was invented by DARPA, Department of Advanced Research Project Agency. Now this is a small part of the Pentagon of the Department of Defense. They make the sci-fi inventions that you might hear about. So this is one of their inventions. You can um, look up on YouTube, Hydrogel, the company Profusa and DARPA, and you'll see some clips of some of the technology of this. So this is a special technology because it goes under the skin, it's, the body doesn't reject it, and it has nanotechnology, which are microscopic mic uh, robotic organisms. So these microscopic organisms that are robotic will be in your body, okay? They can assemble, disassemble, and reassemble yep. and to do innumerable things into the body. Yep. So the idea of this would be, it's a way for it to gather information from your body. So you could get your blood pressure, your blood sugar, your you know heart rate, which sounds good. This is the supposed reasons. So these little nanotech um, components, most likely in the form of hydrogel, will it's almost like they're putting all these different building blocks to whatever they want to assemble inside your body. But all the potential parts are there once you get the, the vaccinations. Okay, gather that information. However, it's also has a potential to be used for other things. It can gather how many steps you've taken, if you've fallen, if you're swimming, if you're running, um, if you're menstruating, how your menstrual cycle goes, if you're having sex, if you're sleeping, um, it actually has the potential to know your emotions, okay? All of this data, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year is being accumulated. Mm -hmm. And where's it going? Well, they claim it goes to a smart app like your phone, uh -huh. the iCloud, or any mm -hmm. smart device. But who's getting this information? So you're going to be monitored internally 24-7. And if you get on, if you're on or if you get on any of their lists, on any of their type of red list then you'll be i think you can be terminated remotely you can be tortured you can be put on the red list pickup uh, uh list uh, who knows all the things they can create disease in you or what appears to be disease there's just the possibilities are endless and remember that's not even talking about how your dna is being overwritten using it what are they using it for? That has not been answered. So the other important thing to know is they're gathering all this information about us and we're, we're putting that out. So we're being connected 
to artificial intelligence. You have to know this is not just a vaccine. We're being connected to artificial intelligence. So just like a, a phone, you have your smartphone. You can send a text. You can send an email. But then the phone or your, someone else can send something back to you, to your phone. That means something can send something back to our bodies, messages or information. Well, what could, what could happen from that? I could imagine that you could be affected with your mood or your behavior, your memory. That could really cause a lot of problems, a lot of confusion. And who's in charge of this? The Department of Defense, Bill and Melinda Gates, who's doing this? We don't have answers yet, but this is something real to know. This is being um, proposed. And I don't know if you've heard of something called ID 2020, but it's also uh, the idea that everybody will have a unique identifier. And from that identifier, everything will happen. We will not need credit cards. We won't need cash. Well, this is the beginning of the unique identifier, this branding, this tattoo. This means the end of cash, the end of credit cards. This is the beginning of all of this, okay? The loss of autonomy, the loss of independence, the loss of privacy. We have to really know what these people are intending to do. So the hydrogel also, the companies are claiming that the hydrogel has the potential to be an on-demand drug delivery system, okay? And I'm not saying it's coming in this vaccine, but I'm saying this is the same technology. You need to know this. So an on-demand drug delivery, that means that through a, a light application that a drug could be delivered into your body. Well, that's a little concerning because I know if I take a medicine, I have a tablet and a bottle that has a label. I see the tablet, it has a unique identifier on the tablet, and I take it, and I know when I take it, I'm in control. But what if something, it has a light source, and I'm not quite sure what they mean by that, but that is what they're talking about, can activate something in your body. What if you don't know it's been activated? What if there's a problem with it? I mean, could you imagine the implications of this? What if a bunch of people are rioting out of control? Could something be stimulated in you to sedate you? I could imagine in the wrong hands, this could be very dangerous. Is that part of the reason of our military being involved? I'm just giving you some ideas to be critical thinkers and to know what they're proposing in these vaccines and to research these things for yourself. You really have to know how it's not just a vaccine they're giving us. They're manipulating our DNA, our genome. And, you know, they say it's temporary, but I'm telling you that when you manipulate the genome with transfection, you can make it permanent. It is a possibility. And they won't know that until they do it to all of us. Do you want to take that chance? So, you might ask why why is this happening in this new proposed vaccine? Why are all these new technologies? Well, whenever, I'm not sure of something, I always say, follow the money. And when you're looking at the backers of these companies that are trying to be the front runners for the vaccine manufacturing, um, when you're looking at the research and development, when you're looking at who is behind the big health organizations, like the World Health Organization, the National Institute of Health, the CDC, Center for Disease Control, you find the same names. One of the major backers is the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Another one you're going to see a lot is our military, the Department of Defense and DARPA.
Okay, that's another part of the Pentagon. So you're seeing this over and over and over again. Okay, so we know there's entities, military, but let's look at the people, the Bill and Melinda Gates that are so outspoken because why would they really be so interested in vaccines? Because they're part of the software technology. They're tech people. They have no background in health or science or epidemiology. Well, if you look at, and they're the ones backing and financing millions and millions of dollars into these companies. So they have a vested interest. So they can make money because you make money off of vaccines. That's one thing. But looking at the family history, you see that uh, Bill Gates' family has been very much involved with eugenic, eugenics. Sorry, <clears throat> eugenics. That is population control of the world. They and he do believe that there is too there are too many people in the world, and that to make a healthy world, we need to depopulate. Okay. Well, who is he to say who stays and who goes? And he is on video stating that. By new vaccines, the technology of new vaccines, we can depopulate, he believes, by 10 to 15 percent. Now, the world today has 6.8 billion people. That's headed up to about 9 billion. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, health care, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent. Okay, who, who is he to decide who stays and who goes again? So this is uh, very concerning. We need to look at the motivations behind someone pushing this. Is that their motivation? Another thing to know is the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and the DARPA, again, that Pentagon um, uh, agency, they actually have been funding something called gene drive research or gene extinction technology. And it's just like you might believe it is. It's about extinction or species extinction. They propose to use this, and they have funded many millions of dollars to this to exterminate a species from the planet. They are proposing to do this with the mosquitoes in Africa and other things and plants. Again, did anyone talk about this but these two agencies? So if they can go ahead and exterminate a species from the planet, that could extrapolate to humans. What if there's a species or a race they don't like? That's a potential. And how do they do this? They do it by mutagenesis, mutating a gene through, again, this word called transfection. Transfection is a way to manipulate the DNA. And then you can mutate a gene. It's actually the same technology they're using in this new vaccine they're proposing for COVID-19. Guys, we have to know the motivation behind these vaccines. What is the intent? Why are they rushing it? Also, you need to know that with the vaccines, if we get hurt, if people are killed, if people are paralyzed, if they get cancer, not one person has recourse. We cannot sue. We don't have a voice because they passed in the United States two mandates to protect the vaccine manufacturers and anyone who administers them from all liability, all liability. So first of all, there's a 1986 Vaccine Act. Look that up. That already exempted them from any liability. Then just to really cover their, their tracks, in February of 2020, Alex Azar went ahead of the United States went ahead and passed an emergency preparedness act, which included complete zero liability for all the vaccine manufacturers once again. So there's two mandates. 
and also through the Emergency Preparedness Act, they can force vaccinations on a population if there is no known treatment for the infection. Yeah, I saw a report um, in from Florida, uh, and the other day, and even though Florida is one of the lesser, of course, we're going to talk about that today too. It's one of the of, of the states where, you know, you've seen easing of restrictions and not as strict on the mask wearing and on public gatherings and stuff like that. I saw a report the other day and, and my old um, <clears throat> the news press from Fort Myers and it was titled something along the lines of um, forget how it was worded but basically it said that um you don't have to take the coming there there won't be any mandates to take the coming COVID-19 vaccines but we can make you (laughs) it said that right there and they're just trying to prime that thought process put those thoughts in your head to to get people to be defeated and say, well, what can I do? They're saying I've got to do it. Well, I would avoid it. Um, and if it costs you your life, it costs you your life. Absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. I believe I'm giving you very solid advice with what I just said. Because I don't want your blood on my hands. And I know absent from the body is to be present with the Lord if you die as a Christian. But if you get this vaccine, I have no clue what that's going to change you into and that's why i've been screaming about this issue since this ministry began essentially in 05 15 years and before that i was with my newsletter alone i was doing the same thing i knew i i I think god put that in me that it was going to be the vaccines on how they changed us on a genetic level because it was the most direct access point into the body via vaccines and um it's all playing out that way unfortunately now going further you may not know this but as it turns out the number of chinese citizens who have actually received an experimental covid19 vaccine is much larger than the west probably realized according to scmp which is a china news outlet okay Nearly 1 million Chinese, including troops, on peacekeeping missions in coronavirus hotspots have been given an experimental COVID-19 vaccine developed by the state-owned Sinopharm under the government's emergency use scheme. So you've already got a million people over in China that's got one derivation of this wicked, evil, potentially soul-damning vaccine. And those 1 million people are most likely, if they weren't already, going to happily be Satan's foot soldiers. I think that's another big reason they're so desperate to get get this thing in us. is because Satan is trying to create an army of not fully human people that have had their DNA totally rewritten. And that have hydrogel nanorobots going around their system, making them a cyborg to boot that will be able to easily be controlled and will have no conscience at all. 
it's probably going to take out the VMAT2 gene in the brain, which is called the God gene, which is what gives us our, what they've determined gives us our ability to have religious expression. Okay, remember we talked about the fun vax a long time ago? Well, most likely this takes out your VMAT2 gene. They were figured, that's what that whole thing about the fun vax was, was centered on, is taking out the VMAT2 gene. Where you won't, the concept of God won't even compute to you anymore. It won't, it won't matter. Your conscience will be seared with a hot iron like the Bible talks about. Most likely turned over to a reprobate mind like the Bible talks about in Romans 1. It's going to do all that stuff in one fell swoop. From a satanic and technological um, aspect. So they've got now 1 million people in China that have already gotten this thing. And who knows how many more now. I mean, you know, the people are getting more by the day. Now, um, <clears throat> this is a report. The COVID tests are magnetically tagging you and the vaccine is designed for mass depopulation and the synthetic transformation of the human body. Now, this expands upon what we just heard from Dr. Carey. Now, this is from Celeste Salome. I am no fan of her, okay? I am no fan. She's the one that said that she believes that if you just get tested with the nasal swab, you're damned to hell forever. I do not believe that. I have not taught my listeners that. I am not going to put that kind of burden on them. Yes, true. I would not get the test. And yes, I do believe that they're implanting things in us with the tests. And at bare minimum, gathering DNA. And not only that, the tests are all the false positives and all the things fraught wrong with the PCR tests. And you could go on and on and on about the tests. Um... But I do believe what she's saying here, she brings up some good points and it further expands upon what we just heard. Our, our human DNA is being targeted as well as animals and single cells. Um, they are retooling and rewiring our bodies. Each one of us right now has 20 to 30,000 nanoparticles. Not that they're more... Um, they're not active. They're, they're, right now, they're in a sensory um, capacity. I guess I need to um, slow down, Celeste. <clears throat> okay, so she's saying that right now, everybody basically overall has 20 to 30,000, I think she said, nanoparticles. Now, I can believe that because of the chemtrails. Those are nano. Those are nanoparticles, nano, nano aluminum. Uh, only God knows what there's ways they could get nanoparticles in us via the food the water you know vaccines uh probably drugs there's a lot of different ways now when you vaccinate somebody though i think that's a whole other animal they're getting them right into the body bypassing all the other ways that where they could normally enter um but and i think that's a whole other different deal when you do that but this is why I have that thing at the end of the prayers now where we're asking God to deactivate, eradicate, uh, wipe out any nanoparticles, nanotech, hydrogel. She's going to talk about hydrogel. Um, you, you, you heard the prayer we just prayed, okay? Because I believe God can remove those from you. So um, 
Anyway. Let me get a drink for just a sec. <clears throat> it's, um... Now, this is David Icke interviewing her, so... Not wild about David Icke either. I could probably do a three-hour study on that guy. Um, but it's it's the content I'm wanting you to understand and, and get to you. It's, I'm gleaning from them much like I would glean from maybe CNN or Alex Jones, that type of thing. It's clear the the whole agenda of transforming the human body. But how um, is this going to be um, particularly impacted by the COVID vaccine? Because... When you've got these psychopaths um, insistent, not least through mandatory means, that every man, woman and child on the planet is um, is vaccinated with this thing, it's obviously not about a virus. It's about the transformation of everyone's body. So how does that relate to the, to the vaccine and what's in it? So <clears throat> the vaccine... <clears throat> Sorry, a little bit post-nasal drip here. Um, so many years ago, like over decades ago, DARPA wanted to put uh, chips in people's but, but brains. People don't know, DARPA is the technological development arm of the Pentagon and uh, gives um, evil a bad name. Well, they do black, op yeah. black ops. Yeah. So they wanted to put chips in RFIDs like, um, the ones that you see the little grain of rice in people's brains, but they didn't want to have to do surgery. So after many, many years, they came up with a gel at, that would do the same thing. And it's very insidious and I'll be describing it right now. Um, <clears throat> so they do that. This gel is called hydrogel or quantum dot. Bill Gates is quantum dot. So what will happen with the vaccine is you get it injected into you and then it assembles, it self-assembles, and then it swarms through your body. There are 33 different classifications, and yes, the number is precise, um, with uh, cultic meaning. Um, 33 different classifications of robots, each with a different mission and a payload mm -hmm. deployed into your body. Right. Um, Isn't that what we just heard, except this is a more expand view on what Dr. Carey was saying? 33 different types that can reassemble. So each, when you get the vaccine, it's not like the, the, the nano robots are all put together. They actually reassemble in the body. Because I think if they were already assembled, they probably would be too large for the needle, possibly. You know, I, I could be wrong, but I think that's the reason they would resell. Not only that, maybe, you know, it's like one of those things like Legos, you know, the, the toys and stuff. You can make different things with different components of them. So depending upon their mission for this satanic payload, uh, for that particular person would depend on how they're going to assemble in that person's body they they can swarm this is scalable and what scalable means is that it can target one cell in your body it could target an organ it could target you it
it can target, let's say, everybody with blonde hair. It could target everyone in a particular <clears throat> country. It could target somebody of a particular faith belief. Um, it is scalable, very flexible. So then what it does is these robots get it to cleave. So you've got your red blood cell here, and here's this uh, sin bio. And what it does is there's uh, clamps. Some of these robots are clamps. Some are levers. Some have other functions. And what they do is they hold your cell until your cell is basically swallowed up by the sin bio. The symbiote are these injectable nanorobots that you got via the vaccine, the COVID-19 vaccine in this case. Um, I'm going to tell you the whole thing, then I'll go back um, and <clears throat> tell you another insidious thing about it. So then what it does is it swarms and it crosses your blood-brain barrier and it takes over your brain. I had a mother, I did a video, I've done many videos on this that have gone viral, and I <clears throat> had a mother that on, it was a Friday night. It was like 8 o'clock my time that said, call me no matter what time. I don't care. And so I talked to her, and she relayed the most incredible story. And then I did interview her. Her daughter was born in 1986. They were a poor family. And at, at all, almost all parents in, 19, in the 1980s got their children immunizations. Right. So she got her daughter named Julie an immunization. <clears throat> and what happened was her daughter started to fail the next year and she needed brain surgery. So they, um, through a, a long convoluted way, um, Dr. Ben Carson, the one that ran for president, a neuro, famous neurosurgeon, uh, was her brain surgeon. And he went into the brain, and so Barb, the moms, after the surgery said, what did you find? And that, so this is 1987, and he said, I don't know what I found. All I know is that her whole brain was glue. Every crack and crevice of her brain contained this glue. It went down her spinal cord and throughout her nervous system. Poor little Julie died in 2003. And it, she was written up in the medical journal. So this, <clears throat> this incident did occur. Um, what it so what I've since learned in the last few months, so I go to my um, science journals twice a week and I extract the information for all of you for the benefit of you all. So what I found out is when the the hydrogel for simplicity's sake, but it could be quantum dot, same thing, when it assembles, it's Think of it like a balloon that's growing. So it has the seed to grow initially, just like if you planted a seed outside. But what it does is it harvests your, um, your fluids in your body, your moisture. The, and we're like mostly water in our body. And so what it does is it, sucks out our moisture and we start our biological self starts to wither 
as it grows and it grows and it grows and it grows like one of those class B science fiction movies until we are no longer human. We are consumed. We are a node in the quantum computer and the biological self dies because there is nothing left. It's like invasion of the body snatchers, the hydrogel. Once they get it in you, and she's saying it's it's potentially in us now to a certain extent. Now, you understand why I'm including those prayers at the end of the big things there? Yeah, because you, you, God's bigger than that. Okay, but if we're not aware to pray against it, you know, then that could result in really bad things happening to us on a physiological level. I'm not sure if this... <clears throat> example she brought up about this child that got the vaccine in the 80s if that maybe was one of those things where you know they injected her and let's say the pentagon was monitoring this from a distance knowing she got that specific injection knowing what it was going to do and maybe this was before they had perfected things and maybe that was hydrogel i'm not sure because obviously if that happened to everybody getting vaccines, then nobody would be alive. But again, they're, they like to beta test things beforehand. I don't know if she ever gets into elaborating on that more, uh, but I can only speculate really. It takes over, it takes over this garment, this habitation of a human body. Um, so that's why it's so insidious some of the covid tests do contain this although at a relatively small dose so she's saying some of the covid tests do contain hydrogel i've been telling you the tests are contaminated okay i don't think if you get a test though you're going to hell i'm not going to go that far okay because i believe god's bigger than those tests but the vaccine may be a whole other different animal because of all of the things that we have talked about. Okay, and, and I'm not saying God's not bigger than the vaccines too, but it, again, if, if I, it's not something I'd mess with. When you get the vaccine, it, it will be a high dose and the- High dose hydrogel is what she means. Um, the reason they want to keep giving you more doses is they want to ensure be, that you are taken over by this synthetic entity yes um, invasion of the body snatchers if you've ever seen that show i mean it's pretty b-rated the original one but it's that exact same concept essentially the only way that i know uh there are some <laughs> the only way to avoid it is to say no to the covid test to the vaccination they are have developed a way and they have aerosolized this because they realize there's a whole blowback um, and it is being Mexican scientists are working on putting it into our food. Actually, I just if you type into your favorite search engine hydrogel images of hydrogel or images of quantum dot, you will discover, unfortunately, that it is already in the commercial market or as they say in the wild so we are already getting dosed so how does it get into our body it's in our water it's in our food we can touch something and then of course we breathe it in 
Um, there are masks, and I believe the final iteration for the masks that people are insistent upon wearing will be a hydrogel mask <laughs> um, where every breath that you take, you will be breathing in yep. these hydrogel particles. Yep. Um, they are bound and determined that you are not going to be resistant to this um, technology. They, they want you eradicated. Isn't that wonderful? Her talks are always so, so, you just come away from whenever she talks, just like high on life, I think is the only way I can really describe it. It's kind of like her and Debbie Downer Tavares really need to get together and have a little coffee clutch online and, you know, really, really get down and dirty and just, you know, really. Anyway, um, so yeah, that's, um, that's what we got going on there. Um, she got into some things I wasn't fully aware of. I didn't know that they were putting hydrogel in the food supply, in the water. Whether that's true or not, I can't really 100% verify. But, um, it's a big reason why a lot of times if I eat out, and I'm not eating, like, let's say the greatest food, you know, let's say you're out or whatever, I carry with me activated charcoal. Um, I also have fiber pills, because fiber tends to bind up toxins as well but activated charcoal really does bind up like bad things like if you were eating fried foods or whatever you know eating things you shouldn't be eating essentially um activated charcoal will bind up a large percentage of bad stuff in the system you don't want to take it with vitamins because it would bind up all the vitamins but yeah she gets into some really 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 heavy duty stuff there that's a, a that interview goes on it's a, it's a, in total, it's an hour and 23 minutes. That was the main thing though. I wanted you to, um, see now the, she didn't get into it in the clip you heard, but the, what she does cover also is the COVID tests are magnetically tagging you and, and the vaccine is designed for mass depopulation and the synthetic transformation of the human body. So she's saying that there are components of the test where they're magnetically tagging you and that you might be getting a dose of the hydrogel in the test now i had my one listener kimberly say that she had gotten and i read her account she had gotten one of the um covid tests and it wasn't that big of a deal for her but again remember they're sticking this thing six inches back into your head and then she um she got another one and the q-tip was much bigger and there was something on it that she could smell and she had a very very bad instantaneous reaction off that now could she be could she be it was that the one that was dosed with hydrogel something was on it long long time listener i mean she's not lying about it and it, it was tangibly different I, I saw this video yesterday of, of this lady getting a test in her car and it looked like some almost like a policeman doing it and he literally put this thing in her head and as soon as it went in her head she just started screaming like, and he wouldn't take it out of her head. He just kept twisting it, twisting it like he was enjoying it. She was just screaming with her head back while he just had this thing reamed back in her head. And it's like, what will, Satan wants to know what you'll put up with. You know, they're going to have to put a bullet in my head before I let him even test me. That's, that's my line in the sand. That's just me. And if, and they may not be able to do that because God might have different plans for me. You know what I mean? In other words, God's bigger. 
So I'm going to resist evil every way I can until I can't resist it anymore. Meaning they're going to have to do away with me. If that's God's plan for me. But I believe God's bigger than all that. And he can protect me from all this no matter what happens. They're not bigger than God. I don't care what agenda they have. They're not bigger than God. God laughs at them. So we have that. Now, along these lines, I was also sent this little, oh, this little picture that was on, I don't know if it's Facebook or whatever. And it's entitled, it is, it is on the test. Do not get tested. Gates funded the John Hopkins, the test is tainted. And they give a link here. And it looks like a medical link. Psy.org gastrointestinal resident shape-changing micro devices drug delivery now this is something they're openly admitted to they're showing one of these the ends of one of these cotton q-tip swabs okay and you could see these little they look like little silver tiny flecks embedded within the cotton okay and it, under that, it says a theragripper is about the size of a speck of dust. This swab contains dozens of these tiny devices. Credit, John Hopkins University. They're openly admitting that they've got this stuff in dust form. This is John Hopkins University. And there are these specks that are embedded within the cotton swab. And you can see them right here. This is from, they're openly admitting this, guys. So you are getting, there's a high likelihood if you get this test, you may be getting a dose of hydrogel with all the, the little nanorobots that are getting into you. And you are potentially getting these, um, uh, they're, not only that, they're taking your DNA, but you're also getting these Theragripper specks of dust, they're showing you right here from John Hopkins, that are getting into you, like little nanorobots doing only God knows what. Inspired by a parasitic worm that digs its sharp teeth into its host intestines, John Hopkins researcher have designed tiny star-shaped micro devices that can latch on to the intestinal mucosa and release drugs into the body. So there's a whole other aspect of things we haven't even talked about. I mean, yeah, it's very much along the line of injectable nanorobots. It is that. A little different way of getting it into you, though. They're using it via the tests. And maybe that's why they want you to twist that. They're, they're twisting those swabs so much in your nose, right on the cribiform plate, which goes right straight into your brain, which is extremely fragile. The most direct access point into the brain. Because they, they're trying to get these, these specks, these theragrippers, onto the cribiform plate so they get up into your brain. Satan loves you all. Just That's the one thing I want you to take away from this teaching. If you never remember another thing I tell you again, Satan loves you and he only wants the best for you and your family. Sorry, a little, little humor there. Um, anyway, then we go to this. COVID-1984. Los Angeles imposes a 21-day lockdown on residents. Pope Francis also um, in Rome calls for a creation of a new political and economic system. Barbara Furr, who is a PhD and she's got more degrees in the thermometer, said... 
Due to the recent surge in coronavirus cases, we must take an additional safety measures to reduce the risk of illness and death from this terrible virus and protest and protect our healthcare system. Acting with collective urgency right now is essential if we want to stop this surge. Please remain home as much as possible and do not gather with others, not in your household for the next three weeks, she concluded. So they're on basically a three-week lockdown now. The announcement comes two days after the county officials banned outdoor dining. You can't even dine outdoors. Uh, the KTLA report said. Okay, um, I'm going to like segue here real quick, little sidebar. Uh, Taylor just filled me in on some stuff she's observed. Now, you have to understand, I'm not out and about. Okay, I'm, I'm kind of like a hermit because primarily because of the ministry. I really, it's so overwhelming the amount of news I'm trying to process and questions I'm trying to answer that I can really only kind of do this at this point. But Taylor has some acquaintances that she knows. And um, some of them were totally against the vaccine all all aspects of the covid agenda up until recently and then they got tested um where they because they had to go out of the country or they got tested okay they got a covid test and these were people that were adamantly against the whole covid agenda but she has noticed a demonstrable change in them since they got the tests. It's like they're different people. Okay, now, I'm not saying that to condemn any of my listeners that have gotten the tests. I'm not saying that. But, again, is Satan going to squander an opportunity? The next best thing to a vaccine is getting something six inches into your head right on the cribiform plate where it will be absorbed into the brain. So the next best thing to getting it injected into your arm. Is he going to waste that opportunity to, again, celestial, I'm saying potentially magnetically tag you, put hydrogel in you, the injectable nanoparticles that can reassemble in the body, a low dose, she said, but the high dose will be when you get the vaccine uh, to actually infect you, which I believe they're doing with people because so many of the people that are getting the test, all of a sudden the next day they turn up sick. Well, I'm sure glad I got the test when I did because I, I, I got sick. Yeah, because you were just infected from the test kit with only God knows what, with only God knows whatever GMO thing they just put into you. I mean, the story she just told me freaked me out. I'm holding a little bit back on it for anonymity. But these are people that were adamantly opposed. And now they're not. They're not opposed to the um, the tests. They haven't said anything about the vaccines. Nothing. And before they got the test, they were. They were like different people. Now they're just, they don't care. And they're encouraging another family member to get the swab test. When that family member could easily get the blood test. 
which most likely you're going to be okay with. The blood, they're just drawing blood. They're not putting anything into you, remember. The swab test they're putting it into you. The blood test they're just drawing it out. Okay? So, guys, I don't know. It's, it's like we're potentially in invasion of the body snatchers here in the very early stages. And people are being contaminated with these tests. And what the tests are going to do is if it's doing what worst case scenario it might be doing. And let's say not all the test kits are contaminated. Okay. But let's say a certain percentage of them are going to be fully, fully on board with getting any vaccine that they're told to get. And then they're going to be little mouthpieces and spokesperson pressuring other people to do the same thing just like it was an invasion of the body snatchers because if you've been invaded you remember the last scene of invasion of the body snatchers with, with donald sutherland and he, he's pointing at the person with his mouth open he's not you know he's he's fully human no no he has to be infected is that where we're going i don't know I don't know. This may be the, the most important study I've ever done regarding this subject, regarding this type of thing. This is so much far worse than I even envisioned back in 06 when I did the avian flu presentation. I mean, we're, we're going into territory I, I can't even comprehend. But Satan being Satan, he's not going to waste that opportunity with these tests, I'm telling you. So I say I, have, I, I would avoid every bit of it like the plague. Going back to this report on Los Angeles imposes 21-day lockdown. Um, they are pounding us from all sides now. Democrat governors, mayors across America and far-left liberal regions of Pennsylvania, Colorado, California, Georgia, New York, and other places issuing endless draconian restrictions on our freedoms and liberties. While across the pond in the revived Roman Empire, the king of the Vatican City the Pope calling for new COVID-centric, a new COVID-centric world where new politics and, and economies will thrive. No, you're not paranoid. They are after you. The Satanic Pope just announced that, quote, God asks us to dare to create something new. This is the New World Order. That's what he's talking about. We cannot return to the false securities of the political and economic systems we had before the crises. We need economies that give all accesses to the fruits of creation. What satanic doublespeak? To the basic needs of life, to land, lodging, and labor, the Roman false devil pontiff said. So all signs are pointing to the fact that 2020 is the year the globalist elite of the New World Order decided to crash the current system, bring in the new one. This is not a drill. This is not a test. This is the real thing. Please act accordingly. Pretty heavy duty stuff, guys. Um, I'm going to go ahead and end part two here because we're going to switch gears um, in the next part and I don't really want to commingle this. So God bless you and we'll see you in part three.